There was an idea, Virgil and I knew this, called the Marvel Cinematic Universe Marathon Watch. The idea was to bring together a group of remarkable people that had yet to experience the epic journey of the MCU saga and one conveniently obsessed fanboy to guide the way to see if they could become something more, to see if they could work together when we needed them to, to discuss the movies that the masses never could or did years ago but haven't had an excuse to in a really long time. Fiona, Virgil, and Elliot are marvelously late. Let's get started. How's it going? What's happening with everybody's lives today? I feel like it's chaos out there. Uh, oh, who, me? Yeah, I feel like, I mean, you've got this stuff going on right now. What's happening? Are people still there? What's going on? Yeah, they're outside. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What can I say? I, uh, thought, I thought that you like had a, a story or something you were going to tell. You were like, I'll like... Story. I'll, I don't know. That's what I got. Oh, um, <clears throat> uh, <laughs> I can hear them now. Uh, the, my mom was like, what, my mom was like, what are you doing tonight? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. I think I might be recording tonight. You know, one of my mini podcasts and all this. And then she's like, uh, well, uh, oh, I miss you though. And I'm like, okay, well, then, uh, we'll swing over. She's like, let's get a drink. I'm like, well, you can swing by for a beer. And then um, she did just that, but brought a bottle of wine. And now all my neighbors walked up and are hanging out with Joyce. <laughs> And I'm like, like, no, seriously, I, I have to, I'm like, I'm like meant to have this phone call, um, asterisk, get the fuck out of here. But now she's just kind of holding court outside my door. I don't think I've ever met your mother. How is it even possible? I met your mom once. I have a good Joyce memory of when. Wow, really? I feel, yeah. I feel like ugh, you guys are such a big part of my, part of my life. It's so odd to me that you haven't, you're not like best buddies with my mom. I don't know. I, yeah, I feel like, I mean. A lot of a lot of our friends know her more than I do, but I just have one big memory of going to her place when she was like roommates with someone and we all BFV and I took the canoe out and we lost the oar. Whoa. And we came back and she was so mad at us. She was so mad at us and she like had a had a talk with us about like replacing it because it was her roommates <laughs> and we were like of course of course we're gonna replace it like absolutely and so that was like years and years and years and years ago, years ago. Wait, his, mo- his mother had a talk with you yeah yeah she was pretty mad because she had like given us express like instructions like please don't damage anything like this isn't mine it's my roommates and we're like yeah obviously don't lose my hour <laughs> yeah something like that yeah oh and my god B- bfv and i went on this um like long drive to go his, his name's brian but... yeah brian yes i'm sorry brian oh right you have to go buy one right. <laughs> oh, oh. joyce is doing you have a very friends. family charm you have a very charming family you have a very family charm mm-hmm. well I'll take it. It's a gift and a curse. Virgil, Virgil, what are you sipping on? I like what I like that can. What is that? <clears throat> Sweet action. 
I don't know. Whatever beer tea got. Wow. I haven't had a sweet action in quite a, quite some time. Really? I I, uh, I pumped the brakes on uh, beer because like the beer makes me just feel like fucking disgusting. So me I uh, too. bloated, super bloated. So I got way into the uh, vodka soda scene, and then like uh, there's like you know, and like the seltzer stuff. Like I don't like the uh, um, fucking white claws. <laughs> white claws are the tr- worst. But the and Trulies are. But there's this. Have you ever had a Bone Viv? Bone Viv, it's called. It's like, like the a same. N- no, it's like the same world as like a white claw, but it's like zero sugar. Okay. And they're I actually quite of that genre. They're the best I've found. Okay. I'm like, bo- it says bone yeah. beef. It's like I I call them bo- I call oh, them bibs, but I think I know what you're talking about. Um, they're uh, like not like- sugary, and they don't, you don't feel like gross the next morning so much after them. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> there's like they're like. They're like some of them are like technically like malt liquors and stuff like that. And then it sits, it's like, like a yeah. heavy yeah. your tum tum. It's like a belly bump. Well, okay. So one time <laughs> I went to um, uh, this, the, uh, one of the main liquor stores here in Austin. This is a big deal. Um, and I was like getting stuff. I was like getting like a few couple bottles of wine, like a bottle of, um, you know, you know a nice whiskey and all that. And like, um, but I was like trying to grab a, a couple for um, like a dinner party and all this. I'm like, oh, and they wanted some specific thing. I'm like, oh, they wanted this, but I, I I don't know like i'm not a, i still don't know how to buy wine and all this like i know like the one couple of things i like um and, and, and like uh, but i'm in this like you know big um liquor store uh and i i so i i walk up with my basket half full and i walk up like to the counters i'm like um um and i looked nice and i was like wearing like you know like a, a shirt and like a blazer and all this i'm like um i wonder if you could help me and they're like uh white claws and aisle seven Oh, <laughs> I was like, what did you just say to me? Oh, my God. And I was like, so clank, basket on the ground. Fuck you. You just lost a customer, motherfucker. Um, Jesus. I'm, I'm and I was like, oh, that hurt my feelings. But then they helped me out. But like, uh, oh, my God. Was, uh, who the fuck says that? It was brutal. Oh, man. Really? Really fucked me up a little bit. Uh, Sounds like something I would have said to you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you would have said that. Yeah, you'd like like, to be friends with somebody. Uh, Yeah, White Claw Isle 7. Yeah, we never said shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's where you belong, Isle 7. I can't. <laughs> I am fucking seven. Well, you know what else I that really annoys me that I was reminded of today rewatching our movies. Sip it on shawarma. Oh yeah. Wait, so what, <laughs> remember, what is remember sipping on shawarma? I'm familiar, but I don't know. Why. Is this a Brooklyn story? Well, sort of. It was like after okay, we went and watched. The Avengers movie, and then we ended up at Hairfeld afterwards. It was just like the of three course. of us, sure. And we were just chit chatting. I started being like, Shwar- I was making fun of shawarma because at the end of the movie, they're like going yeah. eating the shawarma. Yes, and I was like sipping on shawarma, and it just you were infuriated. You don't sip shawarma. <laughs> like you're like, stop saying it. I think somebody you were, must like, have, like, very angry about somebody it. Somebody must have mentioned it on Facebook, and I was just like creeping on you guys' profile or something, and was oh, like, "Oh yeah, I bring, <laughs> I brought it, I brought it up to him in multiple ways." <laughs> it's true though; you don't sip on a shawarma. What the I fuck? I know, but 
Okay. Um, well, you know what it is. I got the second. I got the second vaccine today. Oh, look at you! I know. I got the. I got the first one the other day. Yay! Really, look at That's you. Okay. I don't mind shots. Yeah. Really? I, shots You're fine with them. I fuck me up, man. To get shots directly into my eyeball, like I'm not afraid. Whoa! Of shots. What? <laughs> Why, how did we take this left turn? I don't like this direction. <laughs> Let's talk about this for the rest of our two hours. Mm, no, 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 no. Yeah, and throw I have. Up. And like, I have no. I have. A, I have a very rare eye disorder, like degenerative disease, mm. and okay. the only one of the there's only like a couple. It's called histoplasmosis. Whoa! Mm. I got it from a parakeet. <laughs> Are you serious? It's what? a it's a bacterial infection that turns into like a virus, and then oh no. Um. It either does it does two it does one of two different things. Like if you contract this, you either get like respiratory issues that mimic tuberculosis, and if that happens to you, they just it's like antibiotics and it goes away, or it will directly target your retina and like your um, like the cells of your eyes, and you but like no tuberculosis symptoms, and there's nothing that they can really do. There's no cure for that, so. You can either get like it like essentially breaks down the blood vessels, like the walls of the blood vessels of my retinas and like all the other things that are a part of your eye, so that it kind of just like it like puts little holes in them and they you'll they like just oh. disintegrate. Yeah. <laughs> so then like I you know when you get a floater in your eye, I have those like pretty much all the time. Yeah. And then they're not so bad, but you can either get they can like laser like a laser eye surgery but they can laser <clears throat> the vessels closed to like stop essentially slow down the degeneration but you have like permanent spots that of no like no vision so you like constantly will see like black dots essentially and everywhere or you can get this other medication that shrinks and like helps slow the blood from flowing and like slows everything down essentially and they inject that it's like a it's like a shot that goes (laughs) directly into your eyeball it's it's very uncomfortable and you you don't just get one it's a series of three separate shots you Ah! get one every 30 days and then some doctors will also give you like a pre-numbing shot which is not my favorite but yeah, you just have to like lay there and they have your eye like with a clamp and then you just like, don't move. <laughs> it's just, like, uh, and the, I had, I've had it done. Like I've only had one round before and it's been, that was about 10 years ago and it's been okay since then. For the most part, I'm getting more floaters as I get older so, and I'll probably have to like go get it again eventually in my other eye too, but it's not as bad. Are, are the floaters just like um like are you like uh not producing enough like uh tear tears or something or what is it? No, it's because like the cells are breaking the walls and the cells are breaking down, so what's in them is like leaking out into the rest of my eyeball, which is like will cloud my vision. So I'll see like little like, ripply. Are, are they are they coming outside of your? Eye? Do you have like mad eye boogers in the morning and stuff like that? No, it's it's all contained within like. It's within the eye. It's within the yeah, eye. Yeah, it's everything Ooh. inside of my eyes, essentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
slowly. Like I will probably be blind by the time I'm like eight. Yeah. Don't even joke. Don't even joke. Don't even joke. <clears throat> Were you like attacked? Don't by even a joke about bird, it. Then? No, it's it's a, it comes from it's literally a virus that comes from a bacteria that usually breeds in like riverbanks and riverbeds. It's like a bacteria that grows there. Uh, so if you were like, but it also somewhere. will, yeah, exactly. Like people could get it that way, but it also, for some reason, poultry birds like their kind of coops and stuff. This bacteria will also grow there. And when I was growing up, we had two parakeets for like a year. And like the reason we figured out what was going on was because my mom kept getting sick and she went to the Mm. doctor for like on and off for like months. And finally she goes to a specialist and he goes, do you have, do you, because they were, he was like, do you live on a farm? Like, do you have chickens? And she's like, no. And he's like, do you own birds? And she's like, well, we have a pair of parakeets as pets. Whoa. And he's like, house and shit. Yeah. And so they finally figured out what was wrong with her. And then like a year later, I was just going for my yearly eye appointment. And I was kind of complaining about seeing these things, which were new and just kind of doing some, so they did a bunch of tests and like blood work and stuff. And they were like, Oh, you have, so there's like, they took pictures of the inside of my eyeball, which actually was really cool, <laughs> but I'm I mean, sure they did, yeah, like, yeah. extensive testing and, so like wow. you know, in probably like four or five years, they'll have to go get like another injection round because wow, they're getting it's like it's getting to the point where it's like all the time like noticeable. Like I can tell that it's a problem. Uh, that's such a wild. That's far out. Well, I don't know. This is, uh, the human eyeball is such an amazing fucking machine. It's a, it's it fucking really incredible. Yeah, I think it's amazing. It's astonishing. <clears throat> I don't know. There's a lot of what shit. I'm gonna be really sad one day, but it's okay. no. No, you're gonna be okay. I like came to, I came to terms with the that eventuality a long time ago, and at the same time, it might just be one eye. You know, like one eye is far worse than the other. So, like I have like I have like a seventy thirty chance on one eye of going blind. The other one, it's for like twenty eighty, like positive. So we'll see. Who knows? It could like I could be fine. I could w- also wake up tomorrow and have zero eyesight because something crazy happened no like it's just it's because it's like it's like my eyes are eating themselves from the inside out Uh, (sighs) oh like i just had to like whatever (laughs) like your body will just like nothing at some point no come on it's like it's like not something i really think about anymore i used to like be really depressed about it but it's like whatever i'll figure it out i'll learn braille Oh, <laughs> what am I gonna do? There's a, like nothing to do about it. There's no Tony Stark to have science and come save my life right now. So, but science is advancing all the time, and like I don't know. Uh, okay, well, all right. I'll worry about uh, it when it's a thing. All right, uh, uh, <laughs> but yeah, fucking. I, I worry about like fucking uh, losing my hands and like my eyes all the time. Like I'm uh, still here as a as an artist. And all this. Oh, okay. I mean. <laughs> I feel like we have a lot to discuss this evening. We do. <laughs> oh, do we really? Theoretically, as much as I want to jump straight into Ultron, I, we have a lot of other movies that we have. We do. I know. <laughs> and I even like, there was still some stuff about the Avengers that I feel like we oh, kind of lost over. I'm, I'll talk about Avengers again, too, after just watching it, because oh, yeah. I, I I might double down on a few of my anger points. Really? <laughs> yeah. I really might. 
Oh man. I mean, do well, we just want to go into where? Let's see, because well, that's where we on. essentially left off. All right. Well, here let's do a previously on. We finished phase one, so we watched all the movies in phase one. We talked about them a lot, but there seems to be a few dangling threads, especially with Avengers or something. Uh, take it away, Virgil. What do you? Oh, you, you want thinking? me? To, do you want me to start? I mean, what's bothering I like, you still? I feel like last night, what we kind of talked about was my kind of annoyance that like they're bickering and they're da 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 da. And ultimately, I feel like I still felt that a little bit, but I do feel like I appreciated it more after talking with you guys and kind mm-hmm. of really like watching those scenes. And it kind of just like once I got to Ultron again and they were so pissing me off and it's just like the reason I think those conversations and those interactions make me mad because at the end of the day what those are it's just like fucking much it's machismo bullshit it's like let's whip them out like when they finally capture Loki after he like does the eyeball thing to that guy so that that Hawkeye could have the retina to get into the building and then Loki has them all like kneel before them and that's when Captain America comes and starts fighting him mm-hmm. so Iron is Man, this Captain not America, your normal state <laughs> yeah exactly so the two of them capture Loki which weird but fine okay obviously he wants to be captured like that was that apparent is, like, that from that point, scene yeah. um, but then all of a sudden here comes Thor and the like the plain little cargo bay drops down and Thor jumps on. And immediately I fucking Tony Stark has to like whip out his dick and start measuring it. It's like, didn't you just, I know you haven't met Thor yet, but didn't you just read all these briefs and you like later on talk about how much homework you did and how you know everything about everybody, but you don't understand that Thor is on your side and that maybe like we should hold on a second before we start like, are you talking about like, each other? Beginning when they like have the duel in the woods? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. So this is like with right before that, Thor pops up. Right. And that sudden, annoyed Tony me too. Stark's like in your face, and then Thor takes Loki, and uh-huh. so all of a sudden here comes Iron Man, and who does he take out? He takes out Thor, and they have that whole fight, which I know is just like fan service. We want to see Iron Man and Thor fight, whatever. But I was kind of like. In the real world, wouldn't you have, like, grabbed Loki and just, like, flown away with him again? Like, isn't that the actual point to what's happening here? Yeah, like, you know, that's don't what, that you was know my thought Thor in that scene, on too. your side? Right. Like, th- there's no reason for this fucking fight. And that's kind of the, what kind of annoys me is that it's really just comes down to, like, this machismo that I have to see every fucking movie, but especially from Tony Stark, which is why I don't like him. Can I just... That's actually a perfect and segue. It's so... It's just infuriating. Fiona? Like, I just... I'm tired of hearing stories about men and their problems. Mm. Fiona? Straight, straight men and their problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Fiona? Um, yeah, so as you're talking about Tony Stark, there were actually two points that I wanted to bring up that I feel like are... Oh, Tony Stark things. Um, because one, yeah. in this movie, he, like, did you catch the bit where, like, he has flipped his industry now to be working on renewable, <clears throat> yeah. sustainable mm-hmm. energy? So, like, that's a pretty big 
like pro for yeah, him. Yeah, great. No, totally. So he moves from weapons manufacturer to like trying to create sustainable energy. And like, that's, that was like what he wanted the Tesseract for. Like, that's what the, the government wanted it for on earth. Um, but that's more of like a static point for him. But the more interesting thing is that later in the movie, um, so, well, okay. Earlier on in the movie, there had been a comment while they were all arguing where Captain America says to him, um, like, what are you without your suit? Like, you're only out for yourself. Um, and like, he's the Big one- man who- in a suit of armor, take that away. What are you? Right. Genius billionaire playboy philanthropist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like, meanwhile, Cap has had that like um, moment of the iconic moment of throwing himself on the bomb. Tony Stark has a moment like that in this movie where he takes, remember when the council sends the nuke to, um, mm-hmm. to blow up Manhattan and yeah. then Tony Stark has his moment of self of like yeah. um, martyrdom by like sacrificing himself. You know, he doesn't know that he'll survive this. He takes the, um, the missile and he, and he flies it through the, the, um, that portal that had been opened. Mm-hmm. That was the, mm-hmm. uh, Anyway, but the test rack had open. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Right. As they're closing it, and we think that he's like gone forever, and it's just at the very last minute that he falls back through. But he had essentially given himself up for the cause, you know? And it's that beautiful moment when, like, like <laughs> and then Thor's like, he's not stopping. And then Hulk just catches him. Uh, he still created. Ultra, like I'm, like I just, I like. We haven't gotten there still, yet. I know, but I just kind of feel like he. So he does one selfless act in the four or five movies I had to like sit through already with this man. But he and keeps I'm supposed trying. to forgive everything, but no, no, he's he, just his interpretation of like how to achieve the the good outcome is just different than the the strat it's a difference of strategy really when it comes down to it he Mm -hmm. thinks that he's in the right no it's i but that's the thing it's like he's that's the one thing he doesn't do is leave himself open to have discussions Mm -hmm. and when he and when he does because they refer to the things that that he talks about that they've talked about it before and all sorry i'm blending them together right now because i hate him so (laughs) but it's like you were outruled and yet you still went ahead and done like did all the things you, like it's always but that's like that's his whole thing every movie and it just really drives me nuts because at the end of the day it's true he is nothing without his fucking suit except for like a genius which is amazing but he <laughs> like to me the iron man suit is like the biggest Ferrari he can find. Like, it's just, like, I'm overcompensating. Like, it's Napoleon. But I mean, like, think about how, like, like, what it must be like to be a genius where you're just constantly smarter than everybody else. You would get used to not taking people's word for it because you can, like, your mind you is get used to being around a people. dick? Like, he's I mean, being a dick. Most, I mean, like, I he's choosing that. to not listen. To, like, he's choosing to not take in to other people's perspectives. He obviously has those conversations and then still disregards. Well, and I'm, why... not, I'm not coming from this from a, like a pro Tony Stark position, but I'm trying to come from this from like a neutral Tony Stark position where like you can, 
view some of his character flaws from a position of understanding still because you know with the kind of mind that he has you i mean you genius just doesn't give you the right to different... think you're better than the rest of humanity but you might like, end up that way anyway like ego but that shouldn't be something that we praise him for thinks that that's i don't like that's the but thing you can i don't think that there's it. i can I, I can to a point, but it gets to this point between these, you know, a lot of these movies. It just, I can't understand anymore. It's like, we've we've done this in Iron Man 1. We've done this in Iron Man 2 already. Now here we are at Avengers. Well, in Iron and like Man the things 3 we have to, we have, has, was Iron Man 3 in there before the first Avengers? No. Um, I think I watched I'm it. trying to, I'm no, trying to. No, I watched to, it afterwards. But um, uh, but it's just like it's like time and time again. It's like his own. He has no hubris. Like he has no humility, and just like it's. I don't. I don't know. It's like I'm not saying he's not coming from like a well-intentioned place. I think he has the best of intentions. But once you shirk democracy and kind of like stop trusting in what it is you they all have together. You're just as bad as any other enemy. Like you're not helping to further the team. He's always helping to further himself and what he can leave behind as his legacy to make up for whatever daddy issues he has or whatever other issues he has. Like, it's just, it's that's like Captain American is, is so right with that in that scene that you guys were talking about. Like, fuck you, Tony Stark. And then we go through all of this and all the movies in between and then Ultron and then he still does the things he does after it just I hate I will always never like him <laughs> all right well you are super entitled to your and there's I'm- no way to make me think that he's not just a dick he's a dick all right then I'm gonna I'm gonna stop trying to convince you because I think we disagree on a couple of things <laughs> And that's well, yeah, totally fine. Also about Avengers, I was thinking, <clears throat> paying attention a lot to our <clears throat> to Mr. Ruffalo. And I am feel like I still love him. Like he is, <clears throat> you were talking about yesterday, like the Edward Norton having like the crazy behind his eyes and that you don't like you could say something to him and you like that and he might turn to Hulk and you like that tension. Whereas I feel like like Ruffalo he always just i he doesn't look sad but or he doesn't look tortured he looks sad like there's a sadness in his eyes and like every scene he has mm-hmm. where it's like he was tortured because he didn't know what to do but then he's accepted it and he just you can like i don't know i kind he's of just like caring i still love yeah he just and i love that it kind of is like not this person that could be set off you know like when Scarlett Johansson like or no sorry when Tony Stark like shocks him and he's like oh okay you know like it's fine Uh or whatever and it's like okay this is good like I feel like you should have somewhat of a control over this and you're I don't know I just really do like Ruffalo again so yeah those are I think my last thoughts about the first Avengers movies that I wanted to go back to was just all machismo Um, yeah (laughs) which I (laughs) right that's a that's a good I did like it better I liked it better this time I liked it better. Okay, you said it was funny. You said you said you said it was funny. 
those movies are actually really funny. Like they, they have a lot of, especially Ultron. There's a bunch of moments, but even the first Avengers, there were some moments that were like kind of cracking me up. And it's like series that I, I can't remember. He had a couple of good lines. So I was just like, <laughs> you know, what I mean? uh, um, uh, to get to your uh, Ruffalo uh, set us behind the eyes thing. That's an awesome observation. It seems like a moment where like. He looks at him and like looks over his shoulder at Scarlet, and you can see like one little glimpse of humanity, and then mm-hmm. it's gone. Yeah, and it's oh, gone. Like in like the beginning part when they're still yeah, on the yeah. airship, and it first happens. Yes. Yeah, and he just goes, yeah, he attacks her, and like I don't think Norton's got that eye, mm. like like, but but fucking Ruffalo sure does. So that's does something. A, yeah, he does a great job, especially like um, I love the plot development, and this is still skipping ahead to um, Ultron because I was so oh. taken. A- should we not? Oh, well, hang on. No, well, no, okay. go, we'll go ahead. Go for no, it. I feel like whatever. go for it. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I got supposed to put it Whatever. No, I'll hold on. I'll hold on to it. But it, it, no, 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 I'll just write it down or whatever. That, that element does a great job in later plot developments, is all I'll say. That's We're like doing a whole new episode on the Avengers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of material there. Um, yeah, I actually feel like watching this time, I kind of was leaning a little bit more with you guys that it actually is kind of a good movie. <laughs> I liked it better for some reason this time. Watch well, good. Let's, so we have essentially Thor The Dark World, Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2, Iron Man 3, Winter Soldier, and then Ultron. Do we want to talk about them in a specific order or do we want to be general about it well since you've powered through fiona what do you feel like talking about first yeah um, that, that seems fair right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know i feel like i would defer to elliot's judgment because i feel like i mean um, i i can just pick randomly but i don't have strong feelings oh about any of them no 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 about oh about like the order yeah Oh right. Um, well, well, let's go by your order. What, which is your? Well, I know you watched Winter Soldier early. Uh-huh. Um, and then let's, let's 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 save that. But um, okay. did you watch? Um, um, I guess in phase phase two starts off with uh, take the lead. Go with Iron Man three. Go. Yeah, go. yeah. I don't think the order matters here. Okay. Uh, Iron Man Iron Man three was released immediately after Avengers. Okay. So okay. that's a great that's a great way to look. Let's start. Let's start okay. with Iron Man three. Um, can you refresh my drink to begin, Fiannis, please? <laughs> Love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I would start by saying, like, there was this funny element to this movie where it was like, it felt like watching a Christmas special, right? Like, <laughs> I made the same comment to Elliot when I was watching right. it, too. And he said it was something about the director, right? Yeah. <laughs> I remember this movie now. Okay, it's coming back. Yeah, to me. yeah. Because yeah. this is the one where we meet the we see him meeting the guy that was trapped with him in the cave in the first one, right? The scientist, yes. right? Uh, uh, we get um, like a Jens- flash. Jensen. We get a flashback. Jensen. Yeah. And our first recording, okay. I remember Yeah, Jensen. Um, um. Oh, and this what is this? This the- is the one where he's dealing with PTSD. Um, yes. Yeah, and um, he goes off and he meets that yeah. kid, and the, and they have like he meets the whole a kid. And then in the, like, is that in the middle of America? Kid. Is that in fucking uh, oh, where the fuck? Yeah, he's yeah, in fucking cute. Wisconsin or some somewhere else. Gross. 
Right. <laughs> okay. This was the one with Val Kilmer, right? Was the bad guy. No, no, no. Um, no. Uh, uh, I think um, the guy that uh, was yeah, uh, yeah, 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 Guy yeah. Pierce. Uh, guy, guy Pierce. Yeah. Oh, that's not. I thought that was Val. <laughs> I could see that they've got similar facial structure. It's that was Guy quite. Pierce. Indeed. Really. Totally. I, so, I the whole time sitting there was thinking it was Val Kilmer and thinking, God, I love this. How about that? Sometimes oh. guy, guy Pierce looks smoking today, and Val Kilmer, not so much. Oh, right. But, uh, uh, I need to look yeah. up very what different guy directions Pierce they went. Like, uh, like guy Pierce. Pierce, yeah. Well, the whole joke of the movie is like, um, just like, uh, like you know, like um, we open with this flashback. <laughs> you ready? Yeah, I'm listening. Where <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, guy, guy Pierce plays some, you know, uh, uh, they dress him down and all that. He's like, bleh, 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 bleh. Um, yeah, oh yeah, like when he's really nerdy in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. And, and I've been like, oh yeah, um, you know, I, I can talk about this right now because I have to bang on these bras real quick. But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, meet me on the rooftop, blah blah blah. And like, um, and so he's once again Iron Man oh. is this villain. Yeah, he's kind of a bully in that. Um, <laughs> once, again, Absolutely once again, a bully. He's, yeah. he's fighting terrorists, of course. But, that was well, this is the this is the big this is the big one. Yeah. This is um well it's the, like not it's like the move the fake terrorists. And I was just like, of course there's terrorists involved again. Like, of course it's, it's Iron yeah. Man. It's just like Captain America with Hydra. Iron mm-hmm. Man has terrorists. But it's this also is, a white guy kind of like framing it in that way. Guy Pierce, you know. Well, he's like, did he go. direct this? By the way, he didn't direct this. Who? Who? Guy Pierce. No, the movie is directed by Shane Black, and that's why I, that's what I mentioned to you earlier about because all his movies take place during Christmas. Okay. And, uh, okay, I guess just walk away. Just walk away. No, I'm, just, uh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna go. I want to have a cigarette because I'm, I'm learn. I'm fucking with you. I'm fucking with you. Um, uh, all his movies take place in Christmas. And uh, yeah, dance for me. Boom. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> He's just walking away. Uh, what is? Hey, bye. I'm still listening to you. I know. I'm teasing you. I'm teasing you. Continue no, your story Louise. about what's his name again? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, this is our best episode ever. Um, uh, Definitely. So, so Shane Black directed um, Shane Iron Black. Man Three. Uh, Shane Black uh, was, you know, w- was an actor in early days, and like, he's famously in the movie Predator. Oh, he's the guy oh. with the glasses. He's the guy with the glasses on. Um, did he, he direct Predator? He did not. What are no, some um, other films that he's directed that I can think about his Christmas attributes? I'll tell you right one right now. Uh, speaking of Val Kilmer, he directed Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Uh, which starred mm. which starred Val Kilmer and Robert Downey Jr. How about that? So, okay. so I think uh, by the time we got to Iron Man 3, RDJ had some clout and it was like, I want Shane Black. Um, and they're like, oh, whatever you want, RDJ. Uh, and so that's so this is what this is his um this is Shane Black's Iron Man movie. Uh, so it takes place in Christmas. And is there something about like the um the holiday, the countdown, the the children, like uh, something like that, because like, there's always a kid. There's a kid in it, right. you know. So, like, like, what if we like put Iron Man? And and I think I told Virgil this. There's this there's this Marvel trope of um, soccer, of soccer, 
Shocker. <laughs> Shocker. There's a Marvel trope. Shocker. Continue. Yes, there's tropes, but like uh, you have to respect them because they invented these tropes a little bit, right? Come on. They invented these tropes. Um, where, uh, what if like in the, you know, at a certain point they lose their powers. So Iron Man 3 is about Iron Man losing the suit. And like, and at this point, like, is he still Iron Man without the suit? And that's the big question of Iron Man 3. And it's, I think it's kind of brilliant. Um, Cause he, he can barely function without the suit and it's like this crutch and he's, he's, he's been, he's been tinkering away. He's, he can't sleep. All he's been doing is like making Iron Man suits and all this. Um, uh, and, and like, cause he, he thinks he needs to make this, um, this suit around the world, this, this armor around the world and, and like, and but really around himself. And so, so it's about this, we're really getting into Tony Stark's, um, inner turmoil here um, mm-hmm. where, where, where like he's been building these suits and all this and he thinks he's the best but like he but the armor is is a you know metaphorical armor around himself too so he's untouchable so what what what, what can we do to this guy we can just tear him out of New York and fucking his beach house and the OC or wherever the hell it is and we can put him in the middle of wherever the fuck um, and we can take away his suit and make him just see what, what happens. And that's what happens in Iron Man three. So he goes full MacGyver and he just fucking figures it out. And this little kid helps him or or he talks to this kid. And, but the whole time he's processing this PTSD he has from going through a goddamn wormhole and exploding a a nuclear weapon into space. Um, So he's dealing with the, he's reeling from the end of Avengers and now he's just on his own adventure um, without his suit. And it's, I think that's a, that is a bold choice to make. And I think it's an impressive, uh, impressive film. Yeah. And I would say like, there was a, um, there was some dynamics with him and Pepper early on um, where I was actually pretty mad at her because like, she's kind of a bitch in it where like he, so it's, he's, he's first, he has that first panic attack um, yeah. and he's like just really stunned by, by the fact that he had had that. And, you know, like he, he's not sleeping, he's tinkering constantly and she's like mad at him for tinkering and like I, ignoring her. Yeah. Like that's obnoxious he, and like not good in a relationship, but he, he opens up to her at one point when like she catches him down in the basement when he had like sent the suit up to greet her with yeah. his, like my mm-hmm. or whatever like mm-hmm. that she was she was mad that it wasn't actually him um and she comes yeah. down and she's like throws a fit and he's yeah. like and she's essentially like um yeah what are you mad at? um uh, keep going um keep going he's a, <laughs> he's like as she's leaving in a huff he's like I'm so sorry. Like I'm, I'm having a panic or like, I'm, I'm having trouble sleeping and he starts to open up to her essentially, you know, and her reaction isn't to talk about it or like, listen to him. It's to say, let's go have sex. You know, like, is that right? Yeah. She like softens Um, up a little bit and then, and then she's like, all right, come on, let's go to the bedroom or something like that. That is sort of what happened. But I also felt like he, so I kind of get what you're saying, but I think we're not really giving. So well, there's, I actually, there's more. There's more. 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Because, because later on that night, so they're sleeping and he's having night terrors and Mm -hmm. that's that suit that he's been working on comes in and is like going rogue and starts to like kind of attack them. And she wakes up freaking out. He snaps to it and is like trying to shut it down, shut it down. He's like, how scary is that though? It's it's not attacking them. It's attacking her for trying to wake him up. Like it is oh, not yeah, after yeah, yeah. him at all. Uh-huh. I, and oh. my other thing is this, is like she has probably been putting up with this sort of behavior for months. And I specifically remember texting Ellie being, wow, a moment of like levity and realness from Tony Stark in that scene yeah. you're talking about. But then he kind of shuts down again at the end of that conversation. But and you what? can see where Pepper is like, yeah, she offers sex, but it's like, okay, you t- said what you had to say and then you stopped. And I'm like, to me, it's like she's it's been respecting as- his time for probably months or like however a- long it's been. Like, I think she's letting him open up when he opens up and then he stops talking. And she's like, okay, well, you've done sharing for now. I won't be mad. Like, this is what you were trying to do anyway. It's like, well, let's go take your mind off things. Like, I think she he's probably been. She, what do you mean that she doesn't she doesn't offer any like words of condolences she just essentially is like okay i'm not mad anymore let's go fuck no and, and, i well, think no, she no. realizes that he said what he kind of can say right now and that to push him would not be helping the situation well like, yeah he, he's just starting to open up about his ptsd That's but then he but then he through. also like closes himself back down he's like you know what it's like i've said this stuff to you and then he like you can see him like in that moment like his face like retreats back and i feel like you see her in that moment realize that 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 time of sharing has come and gone mm. and now like to me i like you i feel like this is there's some cuz i feel like she's been putting up with this shit for a long time like he's well, yeah. he's turmoil and he's acting like a dick and i think she has every fucking right to be mad at him because I feel like the reason she doesn't dive deeper is probably because they've been in that place before and she's tried and that pushing it is not helping anything. And so I I think to me, it was like a reminder where she kind of was like, that's right. He is really going through some stuff. I need to once again, probably in her head, cut him some slack. And then all of a sudden his machine because okay, isn't that also the mean, scene where he injects on, the things? Hold into on. His Let mind? me finish describing this scene because when he, so he wakes up, snaps to it, tries to shut it down, and he is so like apologize. He like doesn't lose a beat. He's like, "I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry." It's clearly accidental. He did not mean for that to happen. Um, and meanwhile, he had just woken up from his night terrors. And her only reaction is to stone face look at him and say, like, you're sleeping downstairs. Yeah. No, no, that's I'm not sorry. how you deal with somebody who's no, got PTSD. That's not fair you talk to, to them. That is, not, that is not fair to her. It's not always about him. And that's part of the problem is that she's probably been trying to get him to, like, spend more time away from the tinkering and his crazy obsession and look where it's brought him look where his craziness has brought them to a place where he is physically hurting the people he's supposed to love on like, accident that doesn't make a difference he could have no, stopped no, yeah, yeah. intentions like, yeah. make every difference no that's not how you no. support somebody with ptsd you listen to but them. it's not about him what about her in this relationship why yeah, does it always be, have to would, be about no, his no. ptsd it's, she she's obviously been trying to help him in the best way she can like this is i don't know i do not 
I feel like this is very sexist towards her and really mean. Like, I feel like she's probably been putting up with this shit for more than three scenes. Like, it's been so long for her. And it's like, she has every right to be totally upset that his craziness and his genius has literally attacked her. Like, that's insane. He should be not just sleeping downstairs, but leaving the fucking house he better take his machines with him until he sorts his shit out and gets right and wants to come back and actually have these real conversations it can't be all about her or all about him you know sorry i'm kind of yeah i think you're 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 both kind of valid but i think um um her like i think um okay uh he opens up to her and says like "I, i you know i have these nightmares i can't sleep um, I, 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 you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm fucked up. I can't think about it. All I can do is sit on here. There's all I can do is like stand on here and like make these suits and blah, 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 and tinker and all this, you know? And, um, and what her extending her arm and saying they like, come to bed is her. Like, I know what will calm your mind down. If you just, if I just hold you for a minute and that, and, the, and yeah, and then I'm sure. And like, I don't know if you've ever had like a panic attack and then had intimacy later on top of that really diffuses a lot um but i i I don't know i think this is what happened there but then and then when when it starts up again with his night tears and all this and now his night tears are manifested physically because he's uh connected to his his fucking synapses to the suits and all this the suit defends him because his in his head he's like falling through the uh you know the wormhole he's fighting aliens and it's, it's just it's just him and Pepper in bed together, and the suit is defending him. And all of a sudden, you know, he has to be like, <clears throat> he has to do some cool like anime moves to get it to like fall apart and all this, like you know, <clears throat> which is great. But uh, um, and that's when she's like, "All right, that's it. Sleep on the couch is like the best she can do because she's Pepper and she loves him." But now, so now, but this and this is also the first like. 15 minutes in the movie and we have to um now we're on our journey so it's it's we're meant to consider like this is the opening and then what how he has changed by the end right agree i would encourage i would encourage you to like just go back and rewatch that little scene because i was paying special attention to the dynamics there it's it doesn't matter like (laughs) who you've been up until that point, when you begin to open up in trauma, you need somebody to listen to. You need to talk it through. And like when he's like- But she's not a trauma counselor. She's his like wife, girlfriend. Like she's doing the best she can. Okay, okay. But if you want to support your partner, like you can draw a line and say like, this is more than what I signed up for. That's valid. But like, that's different- yeah. but she no i don't think she did at all she I mean, draw a line. if if her sending him down to sleep by himself is her drawing the line then okay that's saying but, you but, can't even be in your sleep and not cause pain if you want what i'm saying if you want to be a supportive partner uh, okay yeah then, okay. then the right thing to do is to let them open up to you and talk and like understand that some of their actions might be a little out of line because they're in an exceptional state of being well, okay. I, I was talking, but first of all, okay, she never yeah. shuts him down. Like, yes, she never she says, says you him. can't 
talk about anything. No, after his robot machine that's tied to his brain from all of the stuff he's been doing while that's essentially taking him away from her, physically tries to kill her. Yeah, yeah, like you need to Which sleep he, where you will go have your crazy and dreams he's and they will attack me. He's there So what if he had not woken up immediately? Like oh, this, it's not yeah. like it's you're you're giving like I just I don't know. It's like this is a no. relationship. This is two people. It's not uh, all about Iron Man. I think that's I think this is valid, the point valid, that valid. Elliot is valid, trying to valid, say valid. too. Yeah. Is that valid. like this is his darkest moments where he's directly yeah. causing so many people so much pain. Because he's spiraling well, and it's not intentional. But okay, that doesn't I, I mean you're not causing pain. Yeah, like he's that's, apologizing that, that's not an excuse, But that's all, still not an excuse. Apologies and apology doesn't change what happened. You can't just say, I apologize. Yeah, but what are, so what happens next time? He... I think no. he said something in the dialogue. The, like, there I'm doesn't even sure need that this doesn't happen again. Okay, good for you. But this shouldn't have happened a first time. This should have never happened. Okay. It right. should have never happened. Like, you, I, you I don't know. Okay. Let's uh, no, talk it's about just, well, it feels well, very like, okay. I, there's like, because I actually got a new appreciation for Pepper rewatching the first Avengers. I was like, you know what? She actually is kind of great as this character. And I feel like that to me thinking back about those scenes and the love she shows and like so she gives so much understanding to him like he just like that she lived there and that whole apartment just is destroyed and then iron man 3 their home is blown up again you know it's like look at what she puts up with <laughs> you know it's like that's a lot of shit and she still is always sticking by her man she didn't say we're over we, she didn't say like, we can't do anything ever again. She said, you need to go sleep downstairs because your machine just tried to fucking murder me. Right. Okay. <laughs> that is not an overreaction to me. Okay. No. Um, oh, so it's so, so not an overreaction. Um, <laughs> look, we're getting heated. And this is, like, uh, fucking Ooh. fantastic. This is a good question. This is why I like Iron Man 3 so much, because it's about this mental uh, health situation, which is, I think fantastic that it's even out there in a movie that you know cost 300 million dollars to make and made you know a billion because like, well, well what happens when iron man gets nervous what a cool idea uh what happens when he like starts shaking like i do or stutters like i do or whatever like, that's a fucking beautiful idea um and then that kid like is like talking to him and like instant like almost brings on a whole other panic attack because he just won't shut up about like what he's feeling. I was like, oh, yeah. kid, shut up. Yeah. Like, what happened to the world? Like, that's amazing. <laughs> like, it's like, God damn it, kid. Uh, it's like, <laughs> and, uh, that um, was um, Of course, of course not. Um, but like uh, the idea of what I think we're getting caught up in is like, uh, what is a significant other's role in, uh, in a relationship with someone that has, is suffering suffering or living with PTSD and that's a very mixed bag. And like, I don't know. Um, it really is like it, there's no, and there's no like easy answer to it. Oh, certainly not. And we're not, we're, gonna, we're not going to solve it here, but like um, I do get what both of you are all saying. Like uh, I think in this, in these dumbass fucking Disney Marvel movies, Pepper like said, Hey, let me put you to bed to calm them down. It didn't go well. His robot suit tried to fucking murder her uh, because it def- was defending his brain. He 
stopped it. He's like, hey, that'll never happen again. And to Virgil's point, fuck off. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Like, like, what do you mean it will never happen again? It happened once. That's fine with me. I'm out and fucking dunzos. If your suits are going to kill me, fair the goddamn enough. Like, uh, if, someone's, if someone shows you who they are the first time, believe them. Right. I, um, I mean, I imagine myself in that scenario and like, I would not have reacted that way. Like I just you react. I mean, you go to the logical conclusion of like, he, he didn't intend for that to happen. It was a malfunction of the program, which you could understand easily because, you know, he's programming these suits to defend him and he didn't anticipate that he was going to, that it would react in this moment. And as soon as this crisis, this like little mini crisis occurred, he immediately um, mitigates the um, the risk. He apologizes. Like the first thing that he says is to apologize. Look over and over and over again. And then you know he, he you can clearly see he's like terrified of what what he caused to happen. Um, mm-hmm. He's like he's he feels the weight of it. And like when there's that much regret of like causing your loved one's pain, I believe that, you know? And and then for him to like, he's the fucking genius. Like he can easily make sure that this won't ever happen again. He has the ability to ensure that it won't happen. And he clearly has the desire to make sure that it won't happen. So I would believe him. And I would say, I like this moment sucks, but hey, why don't you tell me about your nightmares? Because clearly you're going through some shit. <laughs> That's what it's I would not, do. It's not a mini moment. She almost just died. She's literally just died, but she's supposed to be worried about his nightmare. And I don't know if you've ever been in an abusive relationship or not, but they like to apologize for everything yeah. that they do. And so that's what's to, I can't see any other way that he is not the toxic person here to say that she doesn't handle this correctly. It's like, well, okay sure maybe that's what you think is correctly but we also don't know what other conversations they've already had like maybe her bringing up is not what he wants and he might have already said that to her like her to me she's letting him open up in the increments that he wants to without pushing a person like tony stark you obviously can't make tony stark talk when you want to talk and open up even if you try to like continue this conversation before and he's shut that down, it's like, we don't know that, but I feel like that's who Tony Stark is. Like he'll talk when he wants to talk. Like he does what he wants when he wants. So to think that she handled this in any other way other than normal is crazy to me. Does not feel right to feel like she did something wrong in any of these situations. I think it, I mean, to say that she did something wrong is more like she missed an opportunity is what I mean. Mm. But there, but she didn't, in the relationship, there's more opportunities for him to open up and shit like that. She almost, she just almost got murdered. Like, and like, she's supposed to have soft, lovey feelings for him immediately. Like I, I had been her, I wouldn't even said anything. I would have walked myself out and got my own damn car and left and been like this, I can't deal with this right now. Or you, you know what I mean? Like as a, like a shared moment of trauma, because like they both got scared shitless out of their. Why sleep. does that have to be her problem? Like that's She's not in a partnership. Right. She's in a partnership. Yeah. A partnership. They ain't the same person. It's a partnership. Like we can't negate her emotions they don't, that's the thing. They don't have to either. They don't have to be negated. negated. 
there's like no. they live equally, but you're like saying that she should have set hers aside for she him in that moment. That. No, she doesn't have to do that in order how, to for him in that How moment. do you not have to set aside the fact that you just almost got killed? You can simultaneously have more than one emotions. Yeah, but I you have you had your life attempted on you? I haven't had that. I can't say what I would be thinking in that moment. Like my life almost just ended, but I'm supposed to worry about it. Wasn't a person attacking her, it was a robot controlled by a person's mind while he was unconscious. So I don't it just I I don't know. It does not seem right to blame her in any sort of aspect. She is her own person. She should be allowed to like have her feelings in that relationship as she needs to. And to say that like she didn't like handle it correctly because of his little needs as well, like that's just not fair to her. Well, that's I don't Uh, it's not fair. So okay. It's just very sort of in a it's like enable it's just enabling him like everything else does is enable him and this conversation is just like holy shit it's like so if this was real and you would think that about her i feel like that is well, a I very can address, odd i can address that in a second but i would want to hear what elliot was gonna say um uh, virgil we all have to be okay um <laughs> except for fiona fiona you've never taken a pee break once <laughs> and she's not drinking and i'm hey, the woman your... i've got the smaller bladder yeah what's your deal man <laughs> uh i am sus- suspicious uh, she's not having drinks with us like we are um, <laughs> i'm having drink i got my wine oh are you yeah oh, okay I got oh, my but wine. that's not the same as the beer that's such a that's and such some a... dandy blend dandy oh blend. your tea coffee i got more dandy blend oh wait, wait 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 okay no 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 wait wait wait, 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 wait. we're gonna wait for wait okay for a say what you're gonna say but, um, Fiona, such a like, little humble little such a little humble little glass of wine okay um i just wanted to get to like the point where um we can we can all agree that like uh the opening of iron man 3 some shit goes down and, and like that we've we're all we, we all three have a visceral reaction to that scene of the fucking soup ripping Pepper's arm off of Tony and like looking at her, and she's just like, <gasps> and like now we're getting like the um the fallout of him having sp- almost like split himself into two things, where it's um himself, uh you know, this monster and the and then the um the Iron Man suit around it containing it in, and and that's like but like we cut to the rest of the movie and that's exactly what's going on with all these um. Yeah soldiers with the um uh the um help me out what's it called uh, the uh the, the, the fiery the, thing the fiery thing <laughs> oh yeah oh, i don't know what um, it was called the oh, extremist they did the extremist, extremist procedure okay. with all the extremists like um but like it's essentially we open with an example of extreme um ptsd and what it could do in, and and what and how it could rip apart two people and 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 like exactly. here we are talking about how much they could how much how they should react and how the how they did react and all this and then we cut to the rest of the movie is about this it's about people reacting to these this and, and they're all vets for a fucking reason because they all have fucking ptsd and like yeah, like that the, that's the through line for the whole movie these people with trauma that like that and said try to find a solution try to find this armor Try to find this uh, weapon that will protect them, but it just rips them apart. That's the whole I, 
like that's the whole premise of the film mm-hmm. uh is is uh, is like what is, is what's going on like like uh, um you know people and monsters you know um the other night we talked about uh you know Jekyll and Hyde and all this like um the suit is uh is is Stark protecting the world from himself it's protecting himself from the world he's a raw nerve and he in just like Hulk that's why he identifies with Hulk he doesn't quite comprehend what's going on in the world he doesn't quite get it but he but he knows he's a piece of shit so he builds this suit around him to protect himself from everyone. It's to protect him, man. Like, do, do you see that? Like, like the, when, when him and him and Rhodes are like out of that little, little fucking, like fucking Buffalo Wild Wings or whatever, and everyone's like asking for autographs. Where he starts having a <laughs> panic attack because a little fucking asshole kid is like, it's like a wormhole. It's like, <gasps> and once, what does he do? He, he stumbles outside and dives right into the suit. <gasps> And oh. asks Jarvis, "What's mm. going on? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? Mm. What is this? What is this? Someone poisoned me. I can tell. I know it. I know it." And Jarvis is like, "It seems to be a panic attack, sir." So he doesn't know what it is because he's so fucking uh, elf at his own head and he gets just scorching. <clears throat> a panic attack? Fuck off! I just fought a bunch of aliens. Well, yeah, no duh. <laughs> um, yeah, you fucking dick. So it, the whole thing is about processing, you know. And, um. And then the suit shoots him off to somewhere he didn't expect to be. I don't know. I think it's kind of a brilliant film. And, and yeah, we could talk all night, uh, clearly, about uh, how to, hand, how to <laughs> no, handle I, this was a good Tony movie. Stark I as a person. Like, I remember it. Um, and I feel like this is one of those ones where I kind of like almost didn't hate him. But then I still kind of <laughs> do. Did you like I the think- kid? I hate, I did not really care about the kid. Like it was, I didn't cute, like him either. <laughs> but really? I, I, I feel like I remember texting you and being like, "What the fuck is this child doing in this movie? Like, when did they?" Little, he was such a little shit. Like it was um, cute, and he, my, I thought, was like uh, funny in a way that yeah. like Tony, like snarky, you know, which I like yeah. the banter that they had. But my favorite line though is like when they're just like, "My gosh," she's like, "You know what's." Still on my mind is um. <laughs> where's my sandwich? Yeah, oh, that's sandwich. the best fucking. That's the and then like, he complains about it later. Doesn't he have like a little throwaway line that's like could have been better or something like that? Or, or yeah, yeah. <laughs> or the, the little kids outside his yeah. like car. The, the kids like I'm cold. It's really? Are you really? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know because we're connected. Yeah. Boop, 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 <laughs> like, oh, it's so away. great. It's great. Yeah, it's great. It's I awesome. did. It was. It is a good. It's a good movie. I think Fun. though, right. I totally agree with so much of what you're saying, Elliot, that yeah. and Fiona. Like there is so much he needs to talk about, but I feel like we and what kind of drives me nuts in this movie, and I think what's maybe driving me nuts about the scene that those early scenes we're talking about, but just in general, is it's that insane. It's we it's see like crazy time and time again that instead of really truly opening up to people, he just goes and does what he wants. Well, and, and great point because like I feel like a lot of um, what I'm talking about comes down to timing because like when like he's having this like really clear moment of breaking breaking character, you know, like he's breaking down. Um, he's finally yeah. like his cracks are showing and finally 
Yeah, finally, after God all damn it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. There's so mm-hmm. much has led up to this. He's like, and mm-hmm. he literally says, like, is that literally finally asking for help? Right. Help. And so, like, this is the key moment to establish trust with somebody, to, like, to let yourself open up. And so, mm-hmm. like, regardless of anything that's preceded that, this mm-hmm. is a unique moment. This is a defining mm-hmm. moment. And it, in the what the point was I, that I was trying to make about Pepper is that she sort of misses the the gravity of it, um, or in at the very least there was more that I perceived that she could have done. Not to like throw her under the but bus it, or anything, but like I mean, I I really don't know what else she could have done with a man like Tony Stark. I feel like when when he stops talking, he stops talking. Like, it's not like she immediately says anything either. I feel like there was a pause there where he says that, like, I need help. And they just kind of look at each other and he just cracks a joke or something after that. You know what I mean? And she's just like, okay. And walks away. And it's like, you know what? I'll decide not to be pissed off at you right now. Even though you couldn't even meet me in person upstairs and you sent your weird machine that's later going to try to kill me. You know, because you couldn't be torn away. It's like, I, I understand what you're trying to say, but I just, it's not at all fair to her to even think that, I think, because he couldn't even just meet her upstairs. Like, he's not giving her any time. Like, he could literally. That was before he broke to her. That was before that he, like, had that moment of letting his guard down. So why? He's probably doing this stuff. But for months, he's been completely ignoring her. Like, he can't even show up in person to greet her coming home. It's one flight of stairs. Because he's doing like, the best that he can because he can't go to sleep. He can't go to sleep no. because as soon as he goes to sleep, the nightmares. Okay, so so you're awake 24 hours a fucking day. And you spend all 24 hours tinkering with your toys and not investing and working on our relationship together. And maybe yes. understanding a long fucking time ago I'm that you could break down. I'm not defending everything that he's done. I'm not at oh, all exactly. defending everything yeah. that he's done. I, I, don't, I, I don't think that you are defending everything he's done. I feel like that any sort of judgment in this moment, t- the thought of Pepper being able to handle it better than she did, it just... It's, it's there's something about that is not sitting right mm. like it feels like that's not a th- I just don't there's something you, about that narrative that just feels you, you think she should have like fucking crushed like uh, and then see and seeing what it was that it was, was going fine through. I thought she I thought everything she did was fine and appropriate oh, really? oh. and I don't I don't have a problem with what she did that's what I'm oh, saying okay. I don't I don't the see where well, what's yeah. the that well, was wrong. I thought, I thought that's what that, you meant. Like she should have been like better and all and awesome about it. And shit. What, I just don't think that I think to put these expectations on her that, that there was yeah. a right or wrong or a better way that this human being in a yeah. relationship who's dealing with this type of person who's like a narcissist kind of sociopath that she that's already true. makes a lot of allowances for to Absolutely. have to to expect more from her is just not fair like it's just it's not it's not fair like she did what the best obviously she thought in that moment like it's her relationship too you know it's like she's allowed to be like i mean she's allowed to react however she wants to my point is that like i'm perceiving that you know i guess i'm like comparing how i would have reacted with how she reacted and why I, w- why I would have reacted differently. And 
you know, I'm not going to say that like she needs to, she needed to have been perfect in that moment. She's also allowed to be a human and look after her own interests. But if the priority in the moment would be to be supportive for the person with PTSD, who's just now opening up, there were other things she could have done. And that's all that I'm saying. But, but to me, what you're asking of her is to start being subservient to him. No, and to, not yeah, oh, no, not the, that's not very least. much what, no. because it's, again, we don't, this might not been the first glimmer of hope. This is the, or cracks of Tony Stark. Like, but this is well, that's the first time we're seeing this is a and yeah, and I feel like they talk so we're about, looking at the important parts. And I'm supposed to believe that show. he's been like this for quite some time, though. Yeah. I'm not supposed to believe that he just started acting like this at the beginning of the movie. Like, it's definitely a scene where they've been at this place many times. But like, and I and I immediately recognize a woman that. who can hold her own weight. Like, she, yeah, she clearly so, is self empowered. So she's not, she's not subservient. But the point of her character is that she's like a good match for him. Like she doesn't put herself below him in any way, even though she, like she was his secretary. She never, she never like, like yeah. she argues with him. Like she doesn't ever seem like yeah, she's exactly. like lessened. So to him. think that Pepper handled this situation any differently or any worse than she would have handled any other situation is saying that you think that those things aren't true. And no, it's I, like- I disagree. I, I feel very, it feels very, like, Probably I don't know, unnecessary. The, the, like, well, the, there's, like, there's, there's not really a need to be to angry or, like, think that what, what okay. she did was negative in any way. Well, oh, I don't think, okay. There's some interesting stuff here. This, this is fucking, we can, really we, can mine, we can mine this. Oh, my God. This feel, is, like, we can, can we move we can, on to another movie? But like, okay, I feel like but, we keep but, making the same points over and over. Oh, again. but like, can I make one thing? Can I say hey, one yes, thing? yes, 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 yes. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm listening. You talk. We can mine this forever. Clearly, I think because I think that's this is why our main three is dope, and no one th- seems to like it as much as I do. But um, <laughs> there's literally a scene where Iron Man Tony projects his shit onto Pepper. Do you hear oh, me, Virgil? Yeah. He's projecting. Oh, yeah, I do remember Literally that. projecting. When, at the end, when he's like, no. right? Wait, what no. are you talking about? In, in the, the beginning, middle, at the, the end of the yeah. first act, he projects yeah. his shit onto Pepper when his, when his fucking... The uh, there's a scene when, uh, when, Iron, when, Iron, when Tony uh, says to the you know, Mandarin online or whatever, like, come attack me. Here's my address. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all these missiles start showing right. up. At the and house, that's... and that other chick is there rolling things up. And the, yeah, the other chick. And the bomb blow. blows off. And Who's great. Flies. Right. Yes. And that's when Iron Man literally projects mm-hmm. his suit onto Pepper so that she is safe. The suit mm-hmm. attaches to Pepper. Mm-hmm. He's like, here's my shit. I'm putting it on you. Mm-hmm. Literally. Yeah, finally. <laughs> the yeah. least he could have done. <laughs> sure. And then and then, you know, he gets it back and then he's gone for the next, the second act. And then at the end, Pepper has extremists and like kicks fucking shit. She is mm-hmm. taking his pain. She's taking his pain, literally taking his pain and putting it upon herself and annihilating people and cutting them in half. Mm-hmm. So I love so when she comes back. It's kind of badass, right? right? Yeah, it's fun. amazing. I make- was just... Dis- disappointed i didn't get to see more of her in action 
We make we like, make fun of Goop a lot, but she kicks ass in this movie. She does kick ass. She actually really does. <laughs> I just think there's something to that, like where um, he's finally able to like. Uh, I think this is honestly him asking for help. This whole movie, I think it's something. Yeah, and I think that's fair. I that my thing is this is I don't think that one moment in the beginning was him completely asking for help. I think that oh the whole movie is his journey to help. So to yes, like, of course. that's why I, I think maybe that's what's irking me is like giving so much emphasis to this one moment, you know, when there's been a multitude of moments we haven't seen. And then the ones we do see come before is that, you know yeah. what, Ali, I do feel like maybe you're selling me um, how much I actually really do like this movie. I did enjoy watching it, you know, like it was good. And we're having this conversation, you know, like that's a good movie. Yeah. But I think you're totally right. It's like the whole movie is him asking for help. You know, it yeah, wasn't just so, that one time. And like, I think it's, we're, <clears throat> and, and like, I don't know, maybe it's, maybe this whole conversation is, has, is a testament to how, in, how intense that fucking sequence is of the fucking robot just grabbing her wrist and like, get off of him. I would have been is, terrified. I would have been, which is, I, <laughs> no, it might be the scariest fucking moment in all of the MCU. It's, it's the creepiest fucking thing. I don't know about that, but it's, it's creepy. <laughs> but um and also we're we're kind of diving into um it's it's a it's just a it's just a it's a cool example of or a example of note about how main hyper mainstream media depicts uh mental illness and i think it's very interesting um and <laughs> all of your notes both of y'all are very uh valid and it's and it's that this is the conversation we, we should be having we should, yeah. just be ta- we should just be talking about mental illness in the MCU. Oh, this is so sure. interesting. And also, yeah. I feel like, I mean, this this is a good, like, jumping off point for, like, I mean, you, Virgil, you and I are, like, disagreeing on some, like, fundamental things. But, like, if we teased them apart, I feel like they would lead to, like, seven different conversations. Probably. Because, because of, like, all the assumptions that, like, everyone has about about what a good relationship is what it means to be a good partner, what it means to like look out for oh, yourself. Yeah, like a whole, that's like a whole different podcast. It really is. And it's like, I mean, we're trying to have this one conversation, but really like it requires preceding conversations to properly like address a disagreement, like this kind of disagreement, because like we'd have to define all these different elements. Um, so it's like, not I to- suppose, but I also don't know if all of that's, <laughs> necessary I, I mean i know yeah, that i have a lot just... of like backstory to the opinions that i have you know like and i can see i can see why you're saying the things that you're saying and i'm and i know for myself that the reasons why i'm saying the things that i'm saying are like complex and like positions that i've come yeah. to over a long time <clears throat> that i don't like have the platform to get into right now I can see what I can see where you're coming from. I just also have these disagreements. So I, okay. I can appreciate I can appreciate your position though. So that's fair. Kind of love that Iron Man 3 conversation. I think it's pretty interesting. <laughs> What's next, y'all? Yeah. Um we well we missed a pretty important segment. Oh, go ahead. Oh, snack report. Oh my god! How did I forget snack report? Really? I forgot snack report. Oh, Un- like unbelievable! Snack report. No. snack report. I feel like such a dick. Snack report. 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 Donuts. Yeah. Also, also, I'm. I'm. It's always some kind of bird seed. 
Well, and on that note too, I was like, I was like, I need to take a different like angle of this because I feel like I'm more of an NPR vibe person as opposed to like the, the catchy jingle. What are we? No, no, no. As opposed to I'm fine with NPR. As opposed to the jingle day, every day. So I wrote an welcome intro. to welcome to. Oh yeah, the snack report. Oh, there's a Virgil in the news. We're getting is to take their tops off on the highway. <laughs> Oh yeah, dude. The douche. Me so hey, you're acting radio. Tuesday, Tuesday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Hey, you're okay. good time. All right. Okay. Yeah, we yeah, need yeah. to let her give create her intro. <laughs> right. This is all right. So for, serious, for a different yeah. different angle on this. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is Fiona's snack corner for Iron Man Three, with our recurring segment, the snack report, and boop, 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 special- boop, 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 boop. A special thank you. <laughs> stop stop ruining her. Wait, what? Fiona. I feel like she wants to record like her, her own intro. No, no, no. I'll just tell you about my. I'm sex. ruining right. her. So for Iron Man three, I began the night with <laughs> some holy basil tea, which is also known as Tulsi. Um, it's really good for anti-inflammatory antioxidants i had a couple of clementines which if you're into small citrus varieties <laughs> you should just know that clementines, a couple? how clementines, many was it like actually two literally two yeah you fat sound <laughs> i can't believe you had Whoa! two whole clementines <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> well, and they're slightly larger hey, than like it's, the little it's her, cuties. It's her Clementine cheat day. <laughs> <laughs> um, proceeding, mm. I had some peanuts, but like, oh, oh my god, I'm just above it. You eat so healthy; it's insane. Well, I should, really you I had some say, peanuts. I should say that like this is not. Let a me guess; they were they were unsalted peanuts. No, they were salted. Slightly oh. salted. Slightly. Okay, she's not a monster. <laughs> <laughs> she's not Iron Man 3. She's, she's not salt Iron her Man. Peanuts. <laughs> um, and I wrote down, I had a weird binge of dried apricots later. Oh, like, like a trail mix style? Like dried apricots? Like a, yeah, no, I, know. In, I live like... Like in the little baggie? Morning, so you can get these like yeah. really nice dried apricots that are like are super, super fresh. So good. Are they good, good? Do you, really? do you have it? They're really it? good. What? Do you have one of those? Like, what are they called? The a dehydrator? Like, yeah, a like dehydrator. A, or a, uh, an air dryer thing? Yeah. I Not don't. an air fryer, a dehydrator. Oh, you should get a oh. dehydrator if you're into that. They're so much better when you make it. Mm. Um, when you dry out, like the apple, oh, the apples and stuff. And it, like a dehydrator is so good. Mm-hmm. Pineapple. I got, a, mm. I got a bit of that mixed uh, jerky, but I, I hate jerky, but I'm like, make some fucking dope ass like bagel chips or, or uh, banana chips or something. Oh, like yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Banana chips, with, banana chips with like some like really fresh guacamole for a fucking fuck Ooh, off. Yeah. Have you had plantain chips? Or those are the there you go. There you go. There you go. My first like yeah, year in Brooklyn, I, I was so fucking broke all the time that I pretty much subsisted on plantain chips and juice, and then like Wait, beer out of bar. You, you, you were so broke, you had to buy plantain chips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I did they, not know. Were they cheap? I was so broke that I had to buy ramen, but I didn't know about plantain chips. It seemed like a natural.